0: This is Margaret Franklitz, and I'm coming to you today uh, with another episode uh, to diabetes. And, of course, I'm going to continue with Stein Eck, Dr. Stein Eckberg's explanation as to um, what foods you need to avoid and why. So, number two on the list... course we went over number one let me go over number two here uh number two foods you want to avoid as much as possible you can still have a new diet but try to avoid it think before you eat it that's bread yeah i know it's horrible isn't it no more dinner rolls no more full sandwiches yeah no more bread 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 is awesome i love bread I, i used to eat wheat bread nope nope can't have the wheat bread anymore the reason why and I'm going to tackle wheat bread first is because it used to be my go-to it used to be my go-to bread that I was told I was safe actually consuming whole grain bread actually tests about 71 on the high glycemic index and so it's way too high um you need to look in the range of about 20 to 30 in the glycemic index and if you want to know a little bit more about the type of foods that you're eating and where it actually falls on the glycemic index and of course this is what affects blood sugar you can google a lot of it so that way you before you eat something you can see how much that's going to raise your blood sugar So whole grain bread was definitely on that list and white bread, we're not going to even discuss white bread. It's absolutely on the list. White bread doesn't have anything. At least the reason why I'm addressing the whole grain bread is because for people who do actually uh, try to eat healthy, that's your one go to, that's what you go to. And you may even say, hey, wait, I'm just, I'm just doing this for research purposes. You know, I don't have any blood sugar issues. Well, that is fantastic. That means your body is working the way that it should. You don't have to worry about blood sugar issues, but for those of us who do, who are sensitive to blood sugar issues, this is important. When you eat a piece of bread, you may think you're, you're, you're fine because, you know, it's wheat, um, you stay away from sugar, you know, the best you can, but what you're actually doing is you're infusing your body with sugar in that bread. You have fructose in it, and again, we actually discussed fructose in, in the last episode. Frucrose in bread is just like putting sugar in it. And um, so that's what's actually going to raise your blood sugar. So, um, but you may say, well, what about the fiber? I mean, there's plenty of fiber in there. Where else am I going to get my fiber if I don't get it from bread? Well, bread is a horrible source of fiber. We have been led to believe that bread is our source of fiber, and that it's good for us. None of that stuff is good for us. You might as well just go have yourself a candy bar. Just sit down and go have a candy bar, because at least the chocolate will make you feel better. So, I remember my parents, back in the days, and they were strict about, no white bread, you have to eat the wheat bread, the wheat breads was healthy for you. They bought into this lie. This is what they believe. This is what the food pyramid was feeding them, the FDA. Like, okay, here's a food pyramid here, you he need so many grains, you need so many meats. But you know, even back in the eighties they were talking about turning the pyramid upside down because it wasn't right. And I always thought, Oh, you guys are crazy. Of course it's right. The FDA actually promotes this. You got the food pyramid on everything. You know, you got your vegetables, fruits, meats, sweets, etc they're like very little sweets but what they don't tell you is breads are actually a sweet bread should have been in the sweets category yeah it's that bad and i love my breads so i thought i was doing well as when i was a pre-diabetic i thought i was doing great you know phenomenal eating my wheat bread but i think that when i went to go see a dietitian in 2010 that's what changed for me because she told me no more bread and I, I argued with her. I'm like, I have two sandwiches for lunch, okay? So I don't even eat a dinner. You know, I skip dinner. I have my two sandwiches for lunch. I don't see why I need quick bread. Bread is a healthy product. And she's like, no, no, it's not. It absolutely floored me. She's like, if you want bread, that's fine. You can have bread. You know, you're eating like four slices of bread. Now you can only have one. You can have the same amount of meats, cheeses, or whatever you put on your your, your sandwich, but you're going to use one piece of bread and you're going to fold it over and have a very thick sandwich. And I just sat there and looked at her like she had lost her mind. So you're telling me that i got to now take my two sandwiches and condense it into half a sandwich. I was... Okay, let's pause for a minute. Half a sandwich. But you have the same amount of meats, Okay. So, the reason why I paused it is because at the time it was mortifying to me. (laughs) Half a sandwich. How am I going to get full? Well, okay, so this is what happened. So, I started stuffing my sandwich on my piece of bread, folded it in half, made this monster sandwich, because I was determined that I was going to be full with the sandwich. And what do you know? I was full. So, I followed the, the dietitian's guidelines. The, the thing is, though, is that... The thing is, is that it didn't necessarily decrease my blood sugar numbers. I saw my blood sugar numbers steadily rising, and that's, that's being strict on the diabetic diet. And I was absolutely frustrated, because I'm like, wait a minute, I'm taking four slices of bread, I'm cutting it down to one... I'm doing all this extra stuff to make sure that I'm doing exactly what the dietitian recommends, and my blood sugar is still going up. See, that's a conundrum I found myself in, was the fact that I was actually following a dietitian, and the dietitian was on the right, on the right level. They allowed me to have up to 40 grams of carbs per meal. The problem is, though, is that's too many grams of carbs for a diabetic. For a normal person, I mean, they're going to be eating anywhere between 40 and 100, I'm assuming. Uh, that's what I was eating before, you know, back when I thought I was normal. But the realities are, is that with diabetes, you need to get that as low as possible. So you don't need those carbs. Your body is already producing carbs. So, um... I discussed that one in the last episode as well. But you're kind of wondering, what am I going to eat if I can't eat bread? Well, you know what? This is great. I'm, I'm glad you were thinking about that because that's what I was thinking about too. I, I mean, there's all kinds of things that go through your mind. Like, what am I going to eat now? I mean, that was my go-to meal. That was my cheat meal. And now i got to think of something else. You'd be surprised. Like, if you think about this stuff, you can come up with things that are not going to harm you. So one of the things that that Dr. Stein Eckberg pointed out was that, you know, bread has one gram of fiber for every 25 grams of carbs. That's not good. The fiber is not going to uh, make up for the grams of carbs because you see... You know, you might have 20 grams of carbs and then you have one gram of fiber and it's only going to knock out one of the grams of carbs, which means you've got 24 grams instead of 25. That's not enough! You know, something simple to go to is an avocado. An avocado, for instance, has 10 grams of fiber. Could you imagine if you just took one of those slices of bread and then put avocado in it, added your fiber? I mean, actually, if you actually add avocado to it, because it has the fiber in it, it's going to counteract the bread, which, if you have to have your two pieces of bread, you might want to load up on avocado, so, or, or other things that actually have high fiber content, so you can kind of counteract that, that's the kind of cool thing about it, that's why mixing foods is probably a good idea as well, so, um... Another thing he recommended were were salads. Now, I'm not a big salad fan. I love Caesar dressing, though. I think that Caesar dressing is a bomb. Um, I think I only eat salads because of the Caesar dressing, because otherwise I don't think I'd eat salads. But uh, salads is a great way to fill up as well. So if you're wondering how that sandwich, you know, that, that one piece of bread sandwich is going to fill you up, well, maybe you should have a side salad with it. So when you mix up some of these foods, maybe have a little bit of avocado, a little bit of salad, when you actually mix your foods up, then it actually counteracts other effects. I mean, eating is definitely a science. When you get that science down, you're going to be lean, mean, fighting machine. Okay, so anyways, I just wanted to touch up on that one really quickly. I I thought that was kind of important. So I want to thank you so much for listening. Um, it's definitely diabetes is definitely not for the faint-hearted, nor is it uh, an easy thing to deal with. But the more you know, the more power you have. And so I will always continuously try to update you with stuff that I know and uh, so that you can make informed decisions. Dr. Stein Eckberg again can actually be found on YouTube. And also, I have a page on Facebook. It's called Diabetes Aware. I do post my links to Diabetes Aware first, and then Diabetes and Exercise second, even though I have a fan base on diabetes and exercise a little bit more than Diabetes Aware. But it's called Diabetes Aware. That's it. And uh, look forward to your comments and suggestions and criticism. Well, criticism just kind of private message me, you know. I don't want that getting out. (laughs) Okay, little joke there. Alright, so, um, anyways, I want to thank you very much again for listening. This is Margaret Frankowitz signing out. And please be kind to each other.